Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Friday, October 27th, 2023, and this is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I'm your host, retired FBI Supervisor Special Agent Darren Mott. And as I come to the conclusion of my first month doing this daily podcast, at least Monday through Friday daily, um, I have a quick request. If you would kindly, either on LinkedIn or send me an email, let me know what's working well, what's not working well, what you'd like to see, see done better on the podcast. Let me know. I'm always open for comments, criticisms, and thoughts. So please feel free to do that. As always, I thank you for taking the time to listen, download. Since it's Friday, it's Op-Ed Friday. Now, I think in, I'm not a journalist, mind you, uh, and I think Op-Ed stands for Opinion Editorial Page, but here it stands for Opinion and Education so that's what we're doing here. And today's op-ed has to do with supply chain attacks. Over the course of the last, really the month doing this, it seems like every week there's been some related supply chain focused attack, um, such as Okta, which happened most recently. So I just want to take a, take a moment to kind of talk about a couple points regarding supply chain attacks. Just so if you're not necessarily familiar with them or you're trying to explain it to someone, it's kind of what it means uh, and, and, and why it's important to look at from a cybersecurity perspective. So let's start out really just by defining what we think or what, you know, supply chain attacks is or how to, you know, how to kind of look at it. So to put it, try to put it in simple terms, supply chain attack is like poisoning a well that supplies water to an entire town. Instead of having to directly poison each household, an attacker can simply contaminate the well and it will indirectly affect everyone who drinks from it. And that is really what a supply chain attack is. It doesn't, it, it's, the, the, the targets are not the final household, although kind of is, but their target is the supplier that feeds the household. So instead of attacking a big bank directly, for example, um, which probably has pretty good security measures, an attacker might target a smaller company, software company that provides software the bank uses. Once the smaller company is compromised, it's like a back door that's been opened to the larger organization. So the next time the bank updates its software from its supplier, it unwittingly lets in the poison, if you will, or in this case, malware or whatever the malicious code is that the attacker is there. So it's an indirect way of targeting a larger or hitting a larger target through a weaker link, which is not really a big surprise, kind of what bad guys have been doing for years, but we don't have a term for it, supply chain attacks. So some popular ones you're probably aware of, SolarWinds attack in 2020, malicious actors compromise the infrastructure of SolarWinds, which is a company that makes software to help businesses manage and monitor their computer networks, which if you're a bad guy, that's really where you want to get to. Um, so the attackers inserted a vulnerability into the software update and it impacted uh, companies and government agencies all over the place. It was really bad. They were in there for a while before anybody realized it. Probably the first most well-known supply chain attack was Target back in 2013. In this case, bad guys got into the Target network, not by hitting Target, but by infiltrating the HVAC company that serviced a Target. They stole credentials from the HVAC company, got into their network, put malware on their code. Um, and then once the HVAC company went to deal with uh, the heating or cooling at one of the Target stores, once they connected their laptop into the network to troubleshoot the problem, 
the bad guy was able to then access it through that particular connection, ended up with 40 million customers having their credit card and debit card information exposed. It cost hundred, it cost target hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, and then in 2017, there was a CC cleaner attack. Uh, CC cleaner is a PC cleaning tool and they released a version that they were unwittingly new had been tampered by hackers. 2 million users downloaded the compromised version of the software and it allowed attackers back doors into the system. So that's kind of what software, uh, the supply chain attacks are, right? So, you know, a couple points just to make, to understand this or think about this just from your own organizational perspective or even your own personal perspective because supply chain attacks will hit both businesses and individuals. So, because we all have supply chain, supply chain issues, I guess, if you will, in our computers, even like the computer I'm looking at right now uh, comes from Apple. Apple has software that I've installed on it, such as Microsoft uh, Office, things like that. So those are all supply chains where Microsoft Office sends me an auto update. I have to trust that that auto update is clean of any issues. Um, It may or may not be. Same thing on my Windows machine. You know, I have Office on there as well. I have to concern myself with updating all that and stuff like that. So a couple things just to think about, a couple key points when we're talking about supply chain attacks. Number one, understanding the complexity and interconnectedness of supply chain. The point here, modern supply chains obviously are very complex. They involve multiple vendors, multiple partners, a bunch of intermediaries. And each of these entities have their own set of vulnerabilities, which make them particularly insidious from an attacker perspective. And if you want more information on the complexity of supply chains, there are a bunch of reports and white papers at FireEye, at CrowdStrike, and you can delve into those complexities. Um, and one of the most well-documented well cases, obviously, is solar, which you can kind of see how they got in. It was a misconfigured server that the, uh, some intern had changed the password to SolarWinds123, I believe. It might be an explanation point. It doesn't really matter. It was a very simple password. It was never changed back. And, and an example of poor leader, cyber leadership, the CEO blamed the intern. When you're a leader, something bad happens, you take the blame for it. Let's be honest. But anyway, that's a cyber leadership is a different Friday op-ed. Maybe that'll be next week. Number two, think about the risk of software updates from trusted sources. So we all download software. We all install software. If we're in businesses and we work for business, if you're an IT administrator for a business, you install a whole host of different software and hardware pieces that have associated configuration tools and you have updates. That's why we talk about all the time patching, right? Patch Tuesday for Windows. Make sure you're patching your software because vulnerabilities are found. So we are trusting that the updates we get from the manufacturer of our piece of equipment or our piece of software is not adding us more problems. I mean, obviously, if you're a Cisco owner, you there's a you know very severe vulnerability you're supposed to patch right now. You have to trust this, that, that Cisco is providing you a clean update. But anyway, the point here, supply chain attacks um, exploit the trust that, that we have with these vendors. So if you get a software update from a trusted source, it's compromised, then basically the whole update routine becomes now a Trojan horse. So again, part of this is risk assessment, right? And understanding and being aware of all the things that are going on, which is hard if you are not in the cybersecurity world. That's why I do this podcast, why I do my cyber guy podcast, why I do all the stuff I do um, from an outreach perspective. Find sources beyond just me, obviously, because 
I don't obviously know everything and not a whole lot of people listen to me anyway, but find other people that will provide you free intelligence information. So you can kind of stay on top of these things. Um, one resource when it comes to kind of this particular point of, uh, you know, understanding software updates from trusted sources. The MITRE ATT&CK framework provides a detailed understanding of how to trust and um, these kind of updates things. So um, take a look at that if you want more information on that. Because we always talk about in cybersecurity frameworks and frameworks to keep protection and this framework, all that kind of stuff. So the MITRE ATT&CK framework, one you can look at from that. And finally, obviously, we say this a lot. But there is a need for end-to-end -end security assessments. To mitigate these risks from supply chain attacks, organizations need to conduct thorough security assessments, not just of their own systems, but of their vendors and partners. And you're saying, Darren, how the hell are we supposed to do that? Well, part of it is just ask. Ask the vendor and say, hey, okay, tell me about your security protocols. Are you doing application vulnerability um, assessments? In other words, there are companies that will take software and test it for vulnerabilities and tell the company, hey, you've, we've got, we found these vulnerabilities, you should probably fix them. Now, will that solve zero days? No, there's always going to be other vulnerabilities found, but at least the, the easy ones will be found up front. Um, and you can look for that. So ask if, you know, their software has been vetted by a software um, vulnerabilities company, like, kind of like Checkmark, what Checkmarks does. Um, but this will involve due diligence, regular audits, and some penetration testing. And I get it. If you're a small, medium business, you probably really can't do this. So you have to find partners that can help you with it. There are plenty of entities that will charge you to do this stuff, right? And there are other entities that will charge you less. I am, uh, to be honest, full, full disclosure, trying to do some consulting myself just to help people get better cyber leadership within their organizations to at least ha start down the road of cybersecurity. And it's funny because I often offer consultations for this for free and no one takes me up on it. So, I mean, you, if you're not going to help yourself, no one can help you. So you got to kind of have to want to, you got to, you have to want to have this help. So anyway, that was my, that was the point of my Friday update, just to kind of talk real quickly about supply chain attacks, why you should think about them, things you can kind of do to mitigate it from your end. Um, again, as always, if you found value in, in the, the product here, the cyber smart morning news update, feel free to share it with others. Feel free to repost it on LinkedIn. I will, I will post a, it's a video, but it's just the audio of the podcast. Cause my podcast provider provides me a video link if it's under 15 minutes. And, and so I will have that for you. So feel free to pass that along to others or just ignore me outright. However you want to go, it's your life. You got to deal with it. So with that, I hope you have a great weekend. Maybe this is the weekend that cybersecurity issues will find resolution. And on Monday, I'll come on and say, well, there was nothing over the weekend. Go about your day. Chances are you and I both know that is not the case. As always, feel free to email me, Darren at thecyberguy.com. Find me on any of my social media platforms. If you don't know where those are, go to LinkedIn. That'll leave you to all the rest of them. I hope you have a great week or a great weekend because know that if knowledge is protection, if we can understand the threats targeting us, we can assess our risk, proceed wisely online, and know that if you get a little bit cyber smarter, you'll get a whole lot cyber safer. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk again soon. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.